Being Green is brought to you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. Hello and welcome to Being Green. I'm Glynis Crook. I read recently that the city of Edinburgh in Scotland had become the first European capital to endorse a plant-based diet to tackle the climate emergency. In fact, a vegan diet is widely regarded as being better not only for the environment, but also for our health. As a person who is not great in the kitchen, I don't think that my skills extend to making anything edible that is purely plant-based. So for some expert advice, today Being Green is visiting the Conscious Kitchen, a vegan restaurant in Clue Street, and its owner, Dana Kirstenbrook. Dana, thank you. Welcome to Being Green. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Tell me something. First of all, what made you decide to become, are you a vegan or vegetarian? What made you make that choice? Yeah, so for me, it was, first of all, health-motivated. When I found out, like, the harmful chemicals that are in non-organic meat, like all the antibiotics, all the hormones, I decided I want to eat biological meats or organic meats. And then just finding out how expensive it was, I was like, well, it makes most sense to actually just become vegetarian. And then from there, I started to kind of, like, research a little bit more, did some reading, watch some documentaries, and then things just started to fall into place, like... I realized the suffering that was the animal suffering that was behind the agriculture and I started to make connections like very obvious connections that I'd previously ignored like I started to see that what was on my plate were actually used to be living beings and once I saw that I couldn't really ignore it any longer so I did more research and then finding out like you mentioned it in your introduction also the um, environmental consequences of supporting the agriculture industry I just decided I no longer wanted to be a part of that. So for those listeners who aren't very, very clear about this, what is the difference between veganism and vegetarianism in terms of what you can eat or not eat? Mm-hmm. So for me, myself, I don't like to have these like strong labels because I also think it's nice for people to create it as they want. But in general, a vegetarian person will not eat any meat, so no fish, no poultry, no, no beef. But they will, for example, have eggs or honey, and a vegan person will stay away from any animal-derived products. I believe that some vegans even take it a step further and don't use, as you said, any animal-derived products, but also things like leather. Yeah, definitely. I think the view behind it is that animals are complex beings with feelings, and they're not on this planet as a means to humans' ends. So we don't want to be using animals for our own consumption in any way. And I think animals are, in actual fact, the part of agriculture that creates the most greenhouse gases. I think in New Zealand they were even thinking about taxing cows' burps. <laughs> but how, if you wanted to eat more plant-based, how would you replace the nutrients that you would get from meat, dairy or eggs? Yeah, so for me personally, I would recommend people that are looking into transitioning to a more vegan diet. I see it as a transition. I don't think it's a good solution to go cold turkey and just cut out anything at once because that's not very sustainable. So look into like how much meats or fish or poultry are you eating at the moment and small changes that you can make. So for example, if you're having cow's milk, swap it out for plant milk and start with that. And then from there you move further. But I think in general, in terms of the nutrition that you get from the vegan diets, you can get the most of the stuff that you get from an animal-based diet, you also get from plants. There are a few things that you would need to consciously substitute, such as B12. But I think the biggest mistake that people make is they transitioning from an animal-based diet to a vegan diet. 
but they don't necessarily change their eating habits. So they'll just swap out, okay, I was eating a beef burger before, I'm going to swap it for a veggie burger. But I think it involves a further transition where you also start adding in other foods that you weren't necessarily eating before. You want to eat more nuts, you want to eat more legumes. So you really want to change the way of eating and not just make like straight swaps. I believe in any case that a lot of the pre-prepared vegan stuff is heavily processed. Yeah, a lot of it is, yeah. There are some options, especially in Cape Town, that are not necessarily processed. I think it's great that the products are there because it does make transitioning easier. It helps people that are comfortable with certain products when you can just make that straight swap. But a lot of it is not necessarily very healthy. But for the most part, the ingredients and things you need, easy to find in Cape Town. Definitely. I think Cape Town is a very good city to be vegan into. There is a, there is a lot of vegan restaurants that are amazing. And in terms of like ingredients, there's a lot of like health shops where you can literally find like products that you didn't even know existed. And of course, one thing that one should bear in mind that just because it's plant-based doesn't necessarily mean it's good for the environment. I'm thinking about anything, for example, that is air freighted, for example. Yes, exactly. So I think I often get a lot of people asking me about like, oh, it's like expensive to be vegan or it's not necessarily sustainable. And I think that also comes with like having more knowledge about like buying your produce seasonal or what to buy, buy it local, where to buy it. I think that also makes a big impact. Exactly. That was it. precisely what I was going to say. Well, <laughs> thank you so much for that. Please do remember to join us next week when Dana will be explaining to us how to make some simple but very tasty vegan dishes. That's it for this week from me, Glynis Crook. Take care and goodbye. Being Green was brought to you by Galinda Moser of Remax Living. Ask not what your community can do for you. Ask what you can do for your community. At Remax Living Real Estate, our ethos is built on giving back. From sponsoring music broadcasts to FMR's Being Green, our focus is on making your world more harmonious and our planet more sustainable. So when it comes to choosing a real estate partner, don't go for anything less than people who are maximum givers. Galinda Moser from Remax Living Real Estate.